and 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 we're off it is 9:01 a.m. Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023 AD. It's US Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Oh, let me show this clip of this uh, effeminate shout out to the effeminate people, but it's slightly effeminate. Uh, shout out though to the effeminate people. <laughs> A thir- clip 31 affirmative action uh, EPA administrator. I know that he's affirmative action because Big Bump introduced me to this guy. Not personally introduced me to him, but showed me a clip of him or, or footage of him. This is from RNC Research. Biden EPA Administrator Michael Regan, R-E-G-A-N. I presume that's how it's pronounced. At EPA, we've built environmental justice into our DNA. A little 18-second clip for you guys. Here it is, I think. Well, um, at EPA, we've built environmental justice into our very DNA, and so... Uh, Number one, we have some very uh, concrete metrics um, that are attached to this $27 billion to be sure uh, that disadvantaged communities and those who are disproportionately impacted have access to this capital. Communist, globo homo socialist, looks manly, except he is a little bit strained in his, but looks manly, but doesn't sound manly. Terrible. He can't help it. And shout out to the people who can't help it. <laughs> One of my callers says he hates his voice. His voice is, you know, slightly effeminate as well. Shout out to the slightly effeminate people. Uh, terrible. Um, anyway, what are we going to cover, guys? We shall cover KJP, another black affirmative action, Sleepy Joe administ- administration, affirmative action hire. Black lesbian, mildly attractive, for my taste. Not for, probably not Hassan. I'll have to get Hassan's take. <laughs> he has high standards. Very very picky. He doesn't just hand out mildly attractive monikers like Hake does. Uh, Tate Reeves, based Tate Reeves. He's the governor of uh, Min- Mississippi. I saw a funny. To me, it's funny. Clip on Twitter. Twitter from Team Tate Reeves. She said, he says, we're back. Or his team says, we're back. And he's acting like he's Clint Eastwood or something. Psh. But I censor it. I censor it for the sensitive crowd who does not like the sight or sound of guns. Right? We censor it. <laughs> and it, speaking of those people who do not like the sight or sound of guns, I will be talking about Michael Ian Black. Not a Christian. Not a Christian. I don't even think he's a normal white. And sure enough, he doesn't support the Second Amendment. And he doesn't support, he doesn't seem to uh, mind mocking white men. He's a male. He is a white Jewish person, I thought, I think. Uh, but that's not a normal white. And surely, surely, surely enough, he uh, mocks the whites and the men. Terrible. Terrible stuff. And I may touch on... Tucker Carlson, and of course, your calls, guys. By the way, there was this city councilman, if you haven't heard that already, who, according to reports, 
Ryan Webb, a white councilman in Indiana, identifies as a woman of color. I can't see doing that. And of course, by the way, it's AAPI month. It is Amer- Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Makes me want to spit. So corny and goofy and silly and effeminate. But I still am going to play the Chinese music. Or Taiwanese. Same thing, right? Am I right? China, Taiwan. Taiwan is China. Or is it? Shout out to the Taiwanese. You guys want your independence. Uh, all that and your calls. Some of you guys already on hold. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. So, how you guys doing? I am fine. We have the fan, blo- a little, a little, uh, f- little fan blowing in here, which helps a little bit. Are you feeling any air movement in here, Hassan? Who's I got my trusty sidekick, Hassan. At the, at the uh, I don't know how he feels about being called a sidekick. At the uh, board operation, also known as Tonto, right? The low. The lone survivor. So, I don't know. Do you know what Tonto is? Tonto, which is Spanish for stupid. Tonto. No, but Tonto is the Indian guy who worked with the Tonto. Oh, he worked with the... The Lone Ranger. Oh, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) He's a trusty sidekick. I love that. Yeah. Did you happen to watch that newer fangled movie with uh, with that one guy? Oh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. No. I didn't watch it either. Is it Johnny Depp? Yeah, it is Johnny Depp. No way. He plays Tonto. Oh, wow. Tonto, isn't Tonto supposed... Isn't he the one who plays Tonto? Tonto is supposed to be American Indian. Is Johnny Depp American Indian? Indian? He looks like he's he a lot like of things. Be, I know. Yeah. He's ambiguous. I, I saw a movie where he played like a Mexican lizard. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's... He's a strange he's character. Yeah. yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, or is he... an iguana, maybe. Right. Okay, wow. It's cartoon. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to get your... When I get your taste on the, on the females, I'll have to get your taste on... Your take on his sense of taste. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the ladies. But uh, that's Hassan, guys. Um, by the way, I'm wearing my uh, Stretch Armstrong t-shirt. It's a... Cr- a Christian, it was or is a Christian band. Christian South Carolina band. Shout out to South Carolina. The beautiful South. I've played their stuff before. I think I played it maybe during Men's History Month a couple of years ago. I know it was a couple of years ago because last year, Men's History Month, I was out the entire Men's History. I was history. I was not being very manly. I was out for three months, starting like the beginning of August, pretty much. Whew. 
So uh, anyway, um, you can go back into the archives of the Hake Report if you want to hear Stretch Armstrong. I might, I might bring them back. I really like their stuff. Christian uh, sort of punk rock or hardcore maybe or something like that. I don't know my music. But uh, let me start right off with a call here, guys. Let's get serious. Steve in Dallas, Texas. Maybe a first-time caller. He's marked as a first-time caller. Steve, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. No, actually, this is the second time I called the first time to speak to Jesse, but I got you. Oh, okay, nice. So, yeah. so this is the first time calling the Hake Report, then? No. Are you well, on a speakerphone? You're, you're, sound, you're sounding like you're a little bit far away. It's not quite clear. How about, how about now? Do you see it sound far away? Uh, it sounds a little bit better. Marginally better. I appreciate that. Are okay. you on a speaker? Nope. Okay, cool. I'm on my phone. Yeah. Nice. Go ahead. Yeah, I remember the last conversation that we had uh, before I had to go to work. Uh, we was talking about reparations. You and, and I? Uh, yeah, I think that was one of the topics. And, oh, so uh, we, oh, so we have talked then. Steve. Yeah, we talk, yeah. yeah, yeah, I yeah. do. I sort of remember you. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're the one who wants to start your own show. And we yeah, had a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. I got nowhere yeah. with you. I posted a clip about it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. I wish I would be because I actually kind of got me charged up. That's why I called back. Cool. But yeah, um, uh, if I got a time to do two of them, I guess. The one you were speaking about earlier, but then I just want to say this about reparations because the caller that came after me, I didn't get to hear everything she said, but I totally disagree with everything she said because it wasn't true. Now, what anyway, are you talking about? I didn't catch what, oh, the to- what you disagreed with? That yeah, who said? Uh, it was about reparations. She was saying that... Uh, that it wouldn't be fair. Oh, yeah, and the I, caller, the, there was a woman who called. The very called, next caller, yeah, it was a woman, yeah, I got she, a very good memory. Yeah, she called right after you and was really bothered and upset because she did not have yeah, it easy. Yeah, I, I, I really wanted to respond to her because it would have gave her a better enlightenment because oh, okay. she was totally misinformed. What would you like to but say yeah. uh, in response yeah. to her as you recall it? I would just leave it into a parable form. Imagine everything that you have or once owned was stolen from you. And then once you have an opportunity to get it back, rightfully, you're consistently denied. And you're made to feel foolish for even asking. How would that feel? How would you feel if someone stole from you, robbed you, took everything that you own or ever will have, and laid it in your face as if they're going to give it to you? But when it's time to give it to you, they never do. They basically <laughs> tell you to stop asking. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Uh, that's, yeah. I feel <laughs> like, well... That happens to people all the time. <laughs> if you think about yeah, it, it does. <laughs> yeah, the people American, land and American don't give society. back. Well, yeah, I'm talking America, about. Yeah. I don't know if it's just American. I think that it's a cultural decline well, among all among all people. Yeah, have you ever have you ever loaned yeah. have you ever loaned money to a family member or a friend and not got it back? That's different, though. But I have gave you? it. They asked. It wasn't took it. Okay. I they took it. Okay, I got you. But has that happened to you? Just by the way. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and you don't get it back. Yeah. Yep. What I like to say, call charging to the game. Basically, like, you know, pay it forward. Okay, it so you just chalk it up as a chalk it up as a loss. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's better it to just, maybe it's better to just give it to them rather than loan it because exactly. you shouldn't exactly. expect it back because yeah. they're not going to give exactly. it back for the most part. Exactly. 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 Anyway, so you're talking about stolen without even your permission. Yeah, cool. Uh, Come on. I don't know how I would feel, but are you saying that that's what happened to the blacks in, in America? Not only the blacks, not only the blacks, 
you know, Native Americans, which I am part Native American, Native American, Blacks, uh, some of the Japanese, some of the Chinese, these are all American immigrants at a time, well, except, the, except the Native Americans, except the original uh, Blacks who was already here before. By Native mm-hmm. Americans, I, I gather you don't mean normal white Americans who are the real Native Americans. <laughs> You're talking about American Indians. Yeah, you would. Yeah, Native. Yeah. Yeah, well, the indigenous Indians. So, uh, indigenous I don't know if they're indigenous. American. Some people say that they're Asian. They came f- over from Asia. Well, you don't mean they came through the Bering Strait, which is through Alaska, which is right next to Russia, which is a, that a means, border country. That means Asia. that they came from some place to which they were indigenous, meaning Asia. And they came to America. Well, not all. I would say not all. But yeah, a large portion, a large portion did. But then there's a history that uh, the Seminole Indian, Seminole Indians, Seminole, they're the okay. color of me. Yeah, Seminole, the color of me. I'm like a dark colored Snickers, or well, Snicker color. So they they were already here. Snickers, they were here like a Snickers bar. Time. Yep, Snickers bar. Mm, my mouth is watering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of women mouths do too. But, uh, oh Lord, TMI. Yeah, <laughs> this is a family. Say, this is a family friendly show. Just so you're aware, Steve. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say um, the Moors were a group of uh, people, same color as myself, who were explorers years, centuries before, I should say, almost uh, before Christopher Columbus, and uh, a lot of those other. Uh, how can I say, what's the word that you use when people whitewashed uh, history when they give oh, a okay. story that makes them look like a his, uh, the correct pe- uh, person? Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Well, that's just the, I was last one. I was going to say about that. So, but but how, in what way was was stuff stolen from the blacks by whites? Well, well, okay, well, okay. From the whole continent of Africa, not only was the people stolen, the resources stolen. The culture was stolen. The um, history was stolen. The um, okay, okay. This is this one. Once they say, I was gonna say air quotations. They gave the blacks in Africa their ability to be blacks in Africa. They did this one thing, just like they hate Haiti for it. They put a basically they put an economical decline or economical stronghold upon the freedom and the resources of people in their own country. America does that all over the world. But particularly, she has done that to the African continent. And when they show pictures of Africa, they always show the decline, the the lack of infrastructure and all uh, sorts of stuff, which is partly true, which is partly false and partly true. But it's like they have stolen the proper indignation or um, what's the word I want to use? Well, indignation, yeah, but it's another word. Like, what's the word? They make uh, it... Basically, the honor, the honor of being an African. Oh, they stolen okay. It. You see what I'm saying? They stolen it. They made it seem like, oh, if you're an African, you're less than smart, you're less than human, you're basically a sub-ape or whatever, whatever, whatever. But, so, what, but why should you care... Or why should Africans care what other people portray them as? Because what other people it's just think like, of them? It's just like if I was, if I had wanted posters, whether they're true or false, but if I had wanted posters all over the city of Dallas, uh-huh. whether people know me or not, but from the information that they see and receive, I will be given that type of um, 
Oh, so you're uh, framed, framed as a criminal when you're not really a criminal. Exactly. Oh, I, wouldn't okay. even get a fair, I wouldn't even get a fair shake because I'm already deemed evil, bad from the perception that was given to someone who wasn't giving me a fair shake. So that's why it's bad to have a bad uh, stigma about them. And that's one thing about but that's a little bit, I don't consider But a wanted asking. poster indicates that <clears throat> it's open season on you, whereas... You being cast as poor and same, unable to take care of yourself. It's the same thing. It's, it's, it's the same thing. It's basically, okay, if I want a poster, it was meant to give a person, okay, I want a person, it basically is an APB or a uh, bulletin saying this is what this person is considered to have done, this is what this person is charged for, and this is how much a reward for the capture or information leading to an arrest or blah, 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 blah. Right. But whether it's true or false, which America is known to have put false information out throughout the world and continue to do it now. It's part of the CIA strong because they love giving out false information. Something like Donald Trump says all the time, fake news, fake news, which is true. Right. But yeah, that's what they do. Are, they, do you support uh, they, Trump? I don't really I don't really support any any uh, politician. I think as, the last as, one the, kind of, as the white politicians and the political establishment goes, would you support him or them uh, first, mm-hmm. if you were forced to p- support one, probably him, because he's he's so stupid that he'll let you see what's in his hand while he's holding it, versus a normal politician who will keep uh, their lips sealed and actions uh, discreet and will make moves in the shadow where you wouldn't see it coming. But Donald Trump is such a raving idiot where he'll tell you everything before he does it and expect it to work because he thinks he's that genius. That's why only mean, thing I give so him credit for because he's because he's an honest man. He's what you see is what you get. I wouldn't say honest. <laughs> I would say <laughs> I would say more less discreet. Okay, because he says a lot of stupid things, but at the same time, he like I say, I don't knock Donald Trump because he is who he is, and his opinion is his opinion, whether they against black, white, green, whatever. That's him. Uh-huh. But he has he has said a lot of things that does make sense, and he has made a lot of moves. Okay, for people that have been in uh, messed up situations such as people of my complexion. Now, he released a lot of people from jail and stuff like that. So I, I, I give him some credit in his business. Even though he really stuck as stuck at business, he does have a little bit, little bit of experience about business. So that's one thing God respect him about that too. How come the blacks? How come the Africans and the blacks around around the world? I guess aren't able to protect themselves from being exploited by uh, one another because they're exploiting one another, right? And all the other yeah, yeah, agree, people. Agree, agree. And all the other races. China is exploiting them. Russia. I don't know. Oh, Russia you're is. right. You're right. And that boggles my mind, too, because I'm like, why would you let, why would you rake yourself for everyone else? You just basically allow yourself to be used by anyone who just weighs a few dollars in your face. Yeah. But it brings me back. But it brings me back to, I don't know if you believe in God or biblical. I won't go to... Uh, deep into that, but I would say it goes back to what it said in the Bible about how some people are doomed to be their own destructors. As far as they choose to pick up their own poison and poison themselves without even knowing to know what they're doing. Yeah. So that's why I said that's why I say about the Africans. That's they are very Go ahead. Uh, yeah, they are very misguided in the way that they want to be, similar to the way the Native Americans were with the um, uh, American settlers or uh, European settlers, however you want to call them. Yeah. They were misled about them, too. They figured that, well, okay, well, if we let them survive and give them a little piece of this land and let them get a stronghold, maybe they'll leave us alone and allow us to be ourselves and, and equate ourselves back into the world how we were. 
wrong, that wasn't the truth, that wasn't true. They took their land even more and gave them wastelands and called, we told them to call them reservations, which were basically desolate uh, <laughs> wastelands. But they could have... So, couldn't they have done better with what they were given the the American Indians? A lot of, of course, them are, of course, of course. Yeah. I would, I would say, I would say, same thing with the uh, same thing with the Africans. They have the most abundant uh, continent of everything. Yeah, that's what spoiler alert said. Go, like, like they have, they have more natural resources today than in anywhere. Yeah, in anywhere, yep. in anywhere, and that's why, and that's why it boggles my mind too. But then at the same time, I have an understanding of history and what it was. Once you divide and conquer, the divided and the conquered will always be divided and conquered. So they are in the state of believing that a color that is opposite of myself will have a better idea of how I should live better than a color of myself would. You see what I'm saying? They, have, they yep. feel that the Chinese... They come speaking, da, 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 da. we can do this, we can do that, we can do this, we can do that. Hey, thinking, did you oh. know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not. <laughs> anyway. Much respect but to anyway. I had no, no qualms. Right yeah. on. Go yeah, ahead. So, um, so, you're, so you're saying the blacks don't, know, don't have the sense to be independent thinking? True. Yeah. Blacks, so, yeah, I should say but, Africans and uh, Americans. How how is your life going? Are you successful and doing well? Hmm. Mm. To be in America is best I can say I could do better. You know what I mean? I'm not doing bad. I'm not sleeping under a bridge. Or you could do better meaning and, you could do better meaning it's it's your fault that you're not doing better? Yeah, it's a lot of things. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's my fault that I'm not doing better. Well, hold up. I shouldn't say it's not all my fault that I'm not doing better. But right. I, I mean, every, like society has, has set things up in a way that it's it's tough yeah, for a lot of people. But, you are very smart. That You are the first person I've ever even admitted to that uh, acknowledgement. You are very right. But, like you said, we're, we're tempted to uh, undermine ourselves. Like you said that blacks are tempted to undermine themselves and doubt themselves and not take responsibility and defend themselves. I think that's yeah, happening that's in... I think it is, but it's happening yeah. in America with, with everybody. Yeah, they're, definitely. They're targeting I men mean, to not be men anymore across I, all the I races. Mean, yeah, because I didn't mean to cut you off. You're right about that. I had read a report yesterday about uh, these sociologies, sociologists. They had made a report back uh, in the 60s and recently about um, self-hate that you are received as a child and how you grow up with it. And... Uh, Yesterday, I seen a report about they had this little experiment where they put uh, two different children in in a place, and they just uh, allow the, the uh, environment to walk by them or whatever, whatever. So they put a black child out there, and no one came to his his defense or her defense. No one even stopped, even gave it, even thought about it. They walked by, even blacks, even whites, whatever. But then the moment they put a white girl out of there. Uh, within moments, someone was asking help. This men, women, they were all giving this child uh, some type of attention. I wouldn't call that racism. That to me, that's not racism. To me, that just shows the lack of um, how can I say that when they say, "Oh, we're all Americans. We all make the same," and that that shows you that we all are not Americans and we all not make the same and we all don't have that equal love for each other. Because I wouldn't say that all white people are racist or hate blacks, but what I think I would say, all white people have is an underlining resentment towards 
people of color, whether they know it or not. You know what I mean? And that's what they refuse to accept. They keep saying, oh, you're colorblind, and my boyfriend is black, or my husband is black, or my wife is black. Yeah. When I mean, a person says that, that's the first sign that you're lying. Your people are not black. They wouldn't even allow you to say that if they were black. So it shows you you're just trying to find something like, like a card they say. You're pulling a black spouse card, I guess you could say. Yeah, I've said right. I've said that before that that in in reality whites are so brainwashed to not to try to look like they're not racist, which be, being what people call racist is normal. Everybody's everybody's yeah, everybody, everybody prefers everybody prefers their own unless they're traumatized not to, and a lot of whites are kind of traumatized not to, which is not normal or good. And so and a lot of whites are afraid to to tell the truth to blacks that bl- that whites are not the blacks' problem, and the blacks are th- the most so-called racist in a bad way, where they just assume everything's racist and hate white people, or or assume that white people are racist when they're the ones making the speculation. So, I get I I get that it looks suspicious when the whites act scared, but uh, but who cares? That's yeah. Irrelevant. I agree. To, I mean, I agree. I agree. Who cares? Just like you know. I mean, you should you I, should I, care and point it out. Be like, hey, you don't have to. You don't have to act like, oh, I, I treat everybody the same. I'm colorblind. You should tell people that they don't have to act like that. Just be normal. So you yeah, should you care mean, for well, them in the sense that tell them the truth. Like like Trump, he he treats. I mean, he does treat blacks special. That's true. Although, except when he's uh, fighting people, he'll fight anybody who cares. He doesn't care. Hmm. He doesn't treat hmm. them with kid gloves just because they're black women when they're black women are going after him. I agree. I yeah. agree. Which is I respectable. Mean, well, it's refreshing to hear to see a white do that, right? Or no? Most definitely. I mean, yeah. I'd rather a person be with them. It's like this. Me born being from Texas, I realize uh well I should say it like this. I I'm from Texas. I've been I was raised in Texas, but I lived a few years in Minnesota for a while. And I was going to say, I prefer, I prefer a person who is a redneck, racist, KKK, to yep. a bone, uh, right. let me know what they believe in my face versus a person who smiles in my face and, and be, act like they're my friend, like how Malcolm X did, the wolf and the fox. So, yeah, it's, um, like, it's like the difference between the South and the North. The South word yeah, is real. The, the, hatred is still there, the hatred is still there, but one is visible and the other one is discreet. Right. So I prefer the visible and... And in some, cases, the vis- in some cases, a lot of those people in the South who are, who are called racist, those whites, they're pretty not... Cool. I've they're, met they're I've met not, some pretty cool racist people. They're just... They, they yeah, love everybody. Cool black people. They love Even everybody. Though, well, they, just, they just treat people... They just I'll, exercise their basic right to discriminate. I'll say like... Exactly. I'll say like this. I agree. You know what I mean? I met this, uh, this one guy. He had eight N-words on his neck. And he was bone <laughs> to the core racist or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And uh, he had died in prison. And uh, I was a kid at this Wildman said he was in high school. And he came to do some work in my mother's home and realized that it was black people living here. And we received him as, as normal people, even though he had some bullshit on his, well, he had these things on his face and neck. Sorry, kids. He was like, man, that's, that's what you believe. That's how you feel as long as you don't uh, put any hands on us. You do your job and get out of here and get your money. No problem. Right. So he said, uh, you know, he got to talking. We was, you know, laughing and joking. And he just bust out crying. He realized, man, how how wrong he was for all these years of having this stigma that uh, that uh, 
black people are animals and monkeys and all that type of <laughs> nonsense. And he just, you know what I mean? It really hurt him to the core. And it, it gave me a perspective that even though a lot of people have these negative viewpoints, doesn't mean that they're bad people. They're just misunderstood and misguided. Is that a true and story that you just told? Definitely. I wouldn't lie. I don't really, I don't really uh, make lies all right. for no reason. Interesting, man. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, anyway, back to your point about reparations and stuff being stolen yeah, from yeah. from your ancestors. That's the way of the me, world. Me as well. Not just my ancestors, but me to this day, right now. Yes. But that's the it's way of the world. Me. Reparations is not going to help you or, false, or false, anybody. False, false, false. Because Native Have Americans you, got reparations, although they were small. Chinese from the uh, internment, uh, not Chinese, Japanese from the internment camps from World War II got reparations. People, immigrants to this day, who have coming from what they call it asylum, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. But, they, but they come to America. They come to America and are, are given tax breaks, are given stick, uh, stipends, are given uh, all types of resources. And I'm not, not only Malcolm X said this, but even Martin Luther King said this in their day. They said that... Um, but, in, uh, but, it, but I don't know if I agree with... I don't know if I want them to be getting their, their free stuff either. They get it. What you mean but you don't the, agree? They get it. They, no, I'm not, I'm not saying it. I disagree that it happens. I'm saying that oh, I, don't, oh, I don't support that happening. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and, well, then, and then do you admit that blacks get a lot of free stuff too? Never. What's, never. Name, one thing free to, name one thing free that a black person got. Name one thing. Welfare, unemployment, affirmative wait, action. Unemployment? Come on. No, no, no. Our <laughs> races get unemployment. Even more. I know, white but they get, get it. More but they get it disproportionately. No, no, I'm talking about capita. false. No, false. it's true. It's no, a fact. Don't, don't, don't say false information. Now. Come I don't on. think it's oh, a false I, information. Know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Now, what else? So they'd get... I'll give you that but anyway, uh, getting stuff. I know, I know, I know, I know. Have you ever gotten yeah, something? Have you ever gotten something for free uh, that you didn't have to pay for and you didn't appreciate it as much as had you paid for it? You squandered well, it. Everything I get, everything I get from everything that I get for free, I enjoy way more than me paying for it. Even then, really? I don't never get it yet because I never get anything for free. Oh. Everything from everything. You've never been spoiled at all. Your mother never spoiled you at all. I am the color. I am the color of a snicker. Spoiling me or anyone that is my color is very far in between. Oh, so come no, on. Then how come a lot of blacks act like they're so spoiled and they want their free stuff and you can't take away their right to abortion, that's because, all that, that stuff? That, that's because they never had anything. And the things that they do particularly get, and I, as you say, which is uh, basically the things you just said are just rights that every American should have. You just basically say, "Oh, no, man, you should be happy to get American rights, even though no, you're not American." No, some of this stuff is not rights. Unemployment—that's not a right. I think we should get that's rid of stuff. American—that's like that. American right. I get it, but I did. I don't think that it should be a right. I think we should get rid of it. I should say like this: Can you name something that blacks get that whites don't get? I mean, I can name a whole bunch of things, but can you uh, name one spe- thing? Special treatment for being black. <laughs> Isn't that true? Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's 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 ironic that you say that because that's the same thing white privilege is. But that's why I'm laughing. It's like, oh, white, white privilege. affirmative hey, action versus white privilege. White privilege. Well, I just wouldn't means, call it white privilege. I white, call it white white standards. Let me that's tell you what white privilege white. is. White privilege is the benefit of having a good uh, a good reputation because. <laughs> Your fellow normal Christian whites behave themselves, oh, so people basically trust you, and uh, oh, okay. and so you're basically you known as a trustworthy trust man. 
that's pr- the privilege. And then also you have the privilege of having lived in the, the greatest country, but blacks get the privilege of living in, a, in great white countries too. Like you guys have never had it so good financially as in America. Oh, no, you're just trying to be funny. No, it's true. I doubt, I doubt that, man. Because, uh-uh. uh, blacks would be one of the... Blacks, if black Americans even were their right own now, country... Even right now, listen, listen. listen they would be the right rich, now, one of the richest in the world exactly. if they were their own they country. They still are. They still are. The only in America. difference is, in America, yeah. even all over the world, there are some of the, some of the most richest people live in the continent of Africa. Uh, even though I consider the United Emirates is a part of Africa until the white uh, people of America make the Swedish Canal, but excluding those, I noticed that you those. left out the a- Arab part of United Emirates. It's United Arab yeah, Emirates. They're not it's not United they're not Black Emirates. <laughs> yeah, I know they don't believe, and they're not. They're, they're what you call a benefit of uh, false uh, uh, stolen items. They're just. Stolen goods. They were giving stolen goods. And that's why they. But they rightfully anyway. stole it, and the blacks couldn't protect their stuff. If that was ever really yeah. black stuff. Mm, I give that a fifty. Steve, 50 man, I gotta cut us. I gotta cut yeah, our conversation good, short. It's not exactly short, but. but no, exactly. I appreciate the call. Right nice enough. talking with you. Ta- call me again sometime. Same, same. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <sighs> uh, a few super chats before I um, get to stories and calls, guys. Over on, uh, I am remiss in not reading the last Ko-Fi, ko-fi.com slash The Hake Report. JC from LRAR, Little Rock, Arkansas, gave a, gave a uh, tip stating, you know what Baja Man means or Baja Man means? Not sure which, I think probably j- Baja or bad, bad ja, if you want to be correct about it. Bad ja man me- means B word, A word. Sorry, kids, parents. That's his words. He didn't even censor it. James Anton Hake, J A H. B word, A word, J A H. And so, and he's also calling me a man. Well, thank you, JC. And you love those horrible towers. He's talking about the towers in the chat. People were talking about, people were typing one letters, one letter messages in the live chat over on YouTube and DLive, and I disavow it. Um, I love them. <laughs> well, they crack me up a little bit, but anyway, not always. They get old sometimes. Also, I said more of Joe from Phoenix. He wants m- more of Joe from Phoenix. I cannot, I can summon him at times. I can summon Sleepy Joe from Phoenix, Arizona. But he has his own mind. I like my callers to be their own men and own women and own children. I, did you know I hear from children sometimes? Children call the Hake Report. It is a child-friendly show. And bring back T and Chuck. I forget if I banned T. I might have even banned Chuck from Detroit. Dr. Dr. Uh, Doolittle or Dr. Detroit, I think it was what he called himself. And T from Alabama, forever still praying for you, James. Well, thank you for the well wishes, JC from Little Rock, Arkansas, who also bought a coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash the Hague Report. Hello, Baja man or Baja man. In response to your biblical question response, he's talking about, hey, do your, does your life make sense? That was Jesse Lee Peterson's 
biblical question, and on the J.S. Lee Peterson show, Hake answered it, saying, yes, I lack sense, but I, uh, given that I lack sense, my life makes sense, considering that I am so senseless. Um, you are working your dream job and have found your soulmate. <laughs> what? So how does your life not make sense? I said that it does make sense. Soulmate? What do you know? You don't know me. Also, I haven't said my catchphrase in a while. Dislike the video! <laughs> Terrible. You evil serpent. Have a blessed one. Thank you, JC from Little Rock, Arkansas. Arkansas. Nice. Ginger on streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report. Is the bond office open late until 7 at least? No, it's not. Maybe 7 Eastern. <laughs> Got a package coming late. So says Ginger. Uh, no, we're open till four. But I think the delivery people generally, they know that we're only open till four Pacific time. So uh, tomorrow we'll, we'll open up at seven for the men's forum. Men's forums, first Thursday of the month. Women's forums, third Thursday. Uh, let me double check over on Rumble and DLive. Looks like we're all clear. And Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E. Okay. KJP, another affirmative action. See, this is part of that free stuff, unearned favor, unearned favor. And she's also a lesbian and a woman, if there is such a thing as a, that L word. On the invasion, KJP, Scott Greer, six foot two, IQ 187. On Twitter, he tweeted, I have this uh, screenshot, actually, and then I'm going to play clip 32. The community notes will fact check this. And I'll play what he's about to, to say. I mean, what she's about to say. But the media won't, says he. That's what he predicts. So this will stand as a true statement for people who get their news from traditional sources. Uh, people who are suckers and brainwashed enough to actually believe, or to believe actually, KJP. Karine Jean-Pierre. She has a French last name because I guess she's Creole or something. Maybe she's (laughs) attracted. Maybe she's related to uh, Joelle Friday TV, who's also Creole, partly, I think. Jean-Pierre says, when it comes to illegal immigration, you have seen it come down by more than 90%. That's what the Washington Free Beacon quotes her as having said, and I'll play the clip shortly. Readers added context they thought they thought people might want to know. Migrant border crossings, meaning illegal invasion, in fiscal year 2022, that's solidly under Sleepy Joe's administration, topped 2.76 million, breaking the previous record in shares in NBC News, mainstream media, far-left NBC News article with the, with the fact. So here's clip 32, Karine Jean-Pierre acting like she's, uh, acting like she's telling the truth. Hit it with this mildly attractive gal. 
He has tools that he's used to, to make sure that we do this. We actually deal Biden. with the immigration system in a humane way, uh, and in a, in a way that is uh, uh, that actually deals with what we're seeing at the border. And that's why you've seen the parolee program be so successful. Uh, it has, it has, um, it has uh, uh, when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than 90%. And that's because From of this the actions that this president has taken. Because of the actions that this president has taken. What actions are those, KJP, Karine Jean-Pierre? Who might be... I don't want to talk about that. I think she's hanging out with a white female. Not a normal white, right? Anyway, uh... Black Irish means dark hair and dark eyes. Uh... What... What actions are those that he, I presume that she's talking about Sleepy Joe, took? Cooking the books? Changing the way that they count? Anyway, you guys all heard about that story, I think. I don't know if that's even true. Somebody speculated that they just may have even just made it up and lied about it. So, I keep on calling her mildly attractive. She's like this short little black wearing makeup, uh... Curly haired sometimes, I guess. She's dating Rosie O'Donnell. No, I don't think so. Uh, let me bring in Hassan with his expertise on the gals. <laughs> you can put up a pic that one picture of her from the Scott Greer tweet. Just zoom in on it. Uh, mildly attractive or no? Karine Jean-Pierre. She's wearing that garish green outfit, and I don't even know when this was. Uh... What is it, St. Patrick's Day or St. Patrick's Week? I wore green that whole week. It's sort of like a Riddler vibe. Yeah, true. The Riddler, one of the Batman bad guys, Batman villains. Okay, uh, let's get your take. I mean... (laughs) That ain't it. (laughs) I mean, I guess I agree, but... But sometimes she is looking kind of cute. This one isn't the most... That's not her best get-up. And their hair is not the best hairstyle that she's had. But can you ever see it? Like, mom. She she does have, like, a lively, fun kind of... Yeah. Kind of, (laughs) like, you know, like a... Something about her face is a little animated. Right. She has some life in her. Yeah, there there is some light. Even though underneath it, it's It's death. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's a liberal, so I'm just assuming. And she's not even morally straight. Did you know that? Oh, no. Yeah, she's Karine Jean-Pierre. Makes more sense why she is. Yeah, she is a domestic partner. Suzanne Malvu. And they have, uh, who's white or something. Not well, that normal. makes more sense why she's appointed at this position. Yeah, yeah. She, they yeah. knocked out like four things in one. A right. woman, black. Yep. And uh, LGBTIQ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, you might have seen, I don't know if you were here when J- JLP played a clip of her honoring the LGBT stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah she said, remember. oh, on LGBT Visibility Day or Lesbian Visibility Day, th- I am showing the L Word uh, cast or the L Word writers, which <laughs> is a TV show about the L Word people. Oh. And... And she herself is one of those people, I guess, in her mind. In her mind, 
Yeah, I mean, I, she, you know, she's got like a young Lori Lightfoot <laughs> energy. Yeah, right. Which, you know. And she's is, 48 years old. Lori Lightfoot. No, this lady. <laughs> Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> oh, really? Lori Lightfoot is 60. There you go. Okay. But this woman is 48. Black don't crack. Yeah. Maybe because she's vegetarian. Or, you're a vegetarian. Carrying right? Uh, or you've been I, I'm actually coming back to the to the dark side. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or and, or maybe it's the light side. I don't know. <laughs> Andy Lau, the the China, China one of China's number one singers. <laughs> yeah. He uh, I looked it up. He's vegetarian too, and that's why he looks young. Well, I mean, Asians oftentimes yep. will look young sometimes. Yeah. But uh, anyway. It's, yeah, it's a. It could be good. So. uh... I kind of knew that your answer would be no. I mean, this is not an this is not a uh, attractive picture of her. It's not an attractive getup. It's not her best hairstyle, Corinne Jean Pierre. But in the past, in the past, she's looked better. But um, even like from day to day, she does have a spirit, though. Yeah, you know, like even Lori Lightfoot is adorable. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I don't know. She's kind of. Hard to look I mean, at sometimes. She's, she's scary looking. Right, but her, but her energy. There's is, something adorable about that. Yeah, yeah. You know? She's kind of small too. and Yeah, yeah. I could see what you mean. Like it's kind of why I like French Bulldogs because they look ugly, but there's, an, there's a <laughs> cuteness in that. Right. Uh, okay, you can take this lady down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised though, Hassan. You can put yourself on screen. I'm not surprised that you... Gave a generally basically a thumbs down for KJP though, because you <laughs> thumbs down to that one girl who said black skin, melanated skin is we're so powerful, we're we look so good in the sun. Remember that? Yeah, that I do. Clip? yeah, and she was more mildly attractive even than uh KJP, yeah. And you said, nah, <laughs> and you had the standards of uh Kanye West. Leo, As we said, Brad Leonardo, Pitt, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, and Brad Pitt. Only Leo feels the pain. And, they pull, and, I, and uh, that's true. Like, Hassan exclusively hangs out with only the most beautiful of the black well, women. Well, if you're going to give up a rib, right. it better be prime, <laughs> you know? That's funny. If you're going to go <laughs> through hell, it, you know. Right, yeah, that's true. Like Johnny Depp, you Looks, know? Johnny Depp. You see the hell he went through. Right, yeah. Johnny Depp, we were talking about it. He went through it with Amber Heard. Yep. And she was mildly attractive, right? Before. I mean, perfect um, facial yeah. architecture, structure. Yeah, and you don't even prefer the white women. I don't, but, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, a ten, 10 out of 10 is a 10 out of 10. Okay, nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> this... This topic is making me feel uncomfortable in front of the uh, the families. <laughs> Family-friendly hake. But anyway, you kept it clean. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So you give Johnny Depp's taste a thumbs up in terms of the surface level. Yeah. But in terms of the spirit, obviously. I don't think any of us, pick you up. know, none of us really get that right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Right. Unfortunately. I don't know. Some, but some women are better than others, objectively. And worse, in yeah. terms of their spirits. That's true. Yeah. Some are at least working on it. Yeah. And aware of it. Like, I don't know if Joseph 
as in Mary and Joseph, really regretted marrying Mary, <laughs> right? Even the angel told him, don't divorce this woman. She didn't cheat on you. Or uh, she's having Jesus, hmm. you know? And so that was fine. In the Bible, God told Hosea, the prophet Hosea, this is not an excuse to marry a, a whore. Sorry, kids. Or ladies, I guess, because kids don't mind that word. Um, but the prophet Hosea married Gomer, and God told him to keep with Gomer. And Gomer kept on going out and cheating because she was a prostitute or something. And uh, God made, made him as a symbol of what God does accepting Israel back, because Israel is so faithless, unfaithful. Mm. And we, the people, are so unfaithful, but God is faithful to us. So, I like that. Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, someone told me that story once because, um, yeah, I was second-guessing some stuff, but it's an interesting <laughs> story. Yeah, it is. See, we're talking about real stuff after talking about the shallow grading. And we don't – are you proud of us? Are you proud of us, people? We did not use the number system to grade the looks of the females. Well, I did say 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Glossed over it. <laughs> uh, nice. Any closing remarks on this topic, Hassan? Um, what's the topic again? Women and wisdom and men <laughs> oh, being yeah. simps. <laughs> yeah. No, not really. Just, you know. I have one last statement. You know how Solomon, God gave Solomon whatever he wanted, and Solomon asked for what he wanted was wisdom. This is David's son, the survivor, the surviving son. One of his sons was killed because he, he slept with Bathsheba against the rules. Oh, yeah. And had Uriah the Hittite killed. That's an example of having something stolen from you. His, life, his wife and then his life stolen from him. Blacks. So eat that, blacks. You haven't been through anything. But um, you know how the blacks are complaining about something. My collar. But uh, Uriah the Hittite was sent to the front lines because he wouldn't sleep with his wife when he was brought home because he wanted to stay focused to be able to in, be in fighting spirit. Women weaken the legs is what Mick told Rocky. Oh, and yeah. so he didn't sleep with his, or, you know, have the S-word with his wife and because David wanted Uriah to have the S-word with his wife to cover up because she was already pregnant. Oh, yeah. And so he wanted to trick Uriah into thinking that the kid was... Uriah's rather than the king David's. But Uriah didn't do that, and so he sent him to the front lines to be killed off. Yep. And so David's firstborn son was killed. Or that son, anyway, was killed. But he had another son named Solomon, and Solomon was the second or the third king of Israel, and he was the wisest man in the world, and yet he married all these women and followed after their gods of other races, too, and other gods. And eventually followed after their gods. So, so much for being the wisest man in the world, huh? <laughs> wow. Interesting. That is. That was his downfall. And yet, they never said, oh, that was unwise of him. Even, I guess it goes without saying. <laughs> even the wisest man is yeah. yes, subject, subject to, to the, the false gods of the woman. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. It's a warning. Nice. Anyway, thank you, Hassan. I appreciate yes, sir. that. Thank you. That's my tonto to this lone ranger. <laughs> uh, 
Art in Ohio has been on hold forever. Let me get to him real quick before we the end of this hour. Art in Ohio, thanks for calling, man. Thanks for holding. What is up? Hey, how you doing? Doing fine. Man, hey, I'm, I'm mildly, dis- mildly disagree with you, brother. Okay. You said that, uh, John, 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 Pierre, you <laughs> said she, uh, you said she, uh, she don't look, y'all don't like how she looks, she don't look good. Uh, I generally like how she looks, but this particular shot of her with the wild tinted or bleached, slightly bleached hair and the green outfit, I didn't like that part. But generally, I like how she looks. She's, she's, uh, sort of pretty. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll put that in a figure four. <laughs> a figure four, yeah. that sounds like a wrestling move. Like you, you oh, like you, yeah. uh, like you'll take her down like she's uh, an ugly wrest- pro wrestler man. Hey, trust Is that what me, you mean? man. Look, no, that ain't what I mean. I was, I was safely, safely. I mean, safely, because you know about them lesbians. I was safely tap her out all night. Oh, yikes! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. kids. Sorry, ladies. Yeah. Oh, okay, so so you do find her more than mildly attractive. You find her quite attractive. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I can understand yeah. that. Is she an Israelite? Uh, how, where do you say she's from? Uh, I called her Creole because her last name is French, so I don't know. But I'm totally speculating. Oh, I, I think she's know. an where's, island woman. Where's Creole uh, cre- Creole is French Creole. It's like uh, Louisiana. Where is... Co- uh... I think that's Creole Spanish, like a uh, Spanish or something. Karine Jean. I think she's from like one of those islands. Uh, yeah, it, it depends on where the island is. It depends on where the island is. Just like uh, Mar- Mar- like- Martinican born Haitian American. She's a Martinican born Haitian. Haitian. Haiti. Oh yeah, yeah. She uh, she's an Israelite. If she uh, if, if she came over on them slave ships or anywhere between them islands or whatnot, she definitely is. Or okay. whatnot. If you ain't come over, if you if you went on them slave ships or anything had anything to do with the uh, uh, selling the slaves or whatnot, or being sold into slavery or whatnot around that Christopher Columbus time, then you ain't no Israelite. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, yeah, she is or whatnot. And uh, you notice I said uh, I was safely because man, I would refuse to have uh, a kid or kids with a, uh, a lesbo. Right, but aren't aren't are you a Christian? Sort of a Christian, right? Uh, I I would say that, but they just man, they they Looney Tunes, man. You they, oh, everything I understand. Is I understand many Christians are Looney. You're saying many Christians are Looney Tunes. Man, they Looney Tunes. Right, man, they but, Christian. I'm not. I don't take uh, that away from you, but you are Christian, even though you're not the Looney Tune kind of Christian, mm-hmm. according to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. But so I know you're black, but you're black, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm caramel. Right. But even though you're black, you're not you know you're not supposed to be having the S word out of wedlock. Father God forgive me. <laughs> that means you that Father. means you you're just giving into it because you believe Satan's lie that you can't help it. Yeah, I'm I I, I sin I sin for the night or whatnot and Isn't I, get that off, interesting? I get off of it. That's mm-hmm. that rem, you remind me of my caller. 
from two days ago, Emily, the nutty lady from... Mm. Shout out to Emily. And shout out to the nutty ladies. The nutty lady from uh, Washington State, she said she mm. cannot do the silent prayer. She cannot because her mind is too crazy or something like that. And it sounds... That reminds me of, of you and other black Christians who say, I'm human, I can't help but have the S word out of wedlock. I'm human. Mm-hmm. God forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, well, but I think that that's a mindset. I feel like that's a mindset that you can overcome because, but you're doubting that God can give you the power to resist any temptation that comes your way. Yeah, well, I, I, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, I guess I could say it's an addiction or whatnot. But, but man, uh, I, I heard a great call from, actually, John from Kentucky had an interesting call with Joelle Friday TV several weeks ago, and he talked about the pornography word, that stuff, and he said that it's an immaturity, and he prays to God, hmm. and he's able to resist the temptation. So I feel like the same thing should apply for uh, the S word out of, out of wedlock. Yeah. Well, God ain't got me, Father God ain't got me to that point, that point yet or whatnot, you know, and, yeah. and I, I'm, But I'm isn't not, that interesting, uh, though, that your mind believing the lie of Satan that you cannot help but, uh, but resist it, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I want to point out is that having a mindset traps you in about you can't resist or you can't help but not pray, you cannot pray or whatever, like that lady said, or you can't help but mm-hmm. get into the, this or that vice that mindset mm. traps you and you resigning yourself to the mindset is a trap that's just what i wanted yeah. to point out because yeah, you, i mean because you've basically well, resigned I'm, yourself to uh to that you said i did what to myself resigned yourself to it meaning you you made up your mm. you allowed your mind to be convinced that you cannot help but do this yeah yeah, you're right. You got me. You got me, man. Interesting. And you know, and that's that's one of my uh, immoral and one of my sins, or uh, one of the commandments that I uh, I'm, I fall short in in breaking or whatnot. Right. But I mean, I, it ain't no bust, but I just make sure that I'm not living in that sin every every day. You know what I mean? Right. No, I get you. I just wanted to yes, point that but- out. It's something that JLP talks about a lot: is uh, believing you the thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's something that lady said. That lady you were just talking about, you was talked to the other day. Uh, she got an Emily. evil spirit on her. She, she's fighting with the uh, Satan or whatnot. Only person yep. that only and she only got to do the silent prayer to Jesse do or whatnot. If she just talked to Father God or whatnot, which I don't know how that works for a female when uh, oh. uh, 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 Adam and Eve or whatnot. Uh, Father God only came through to Adam. You know what I mean? He has direct source to uh, Father God, you know. So only thing I can say is with her is if she has a, uh, she fighting demons or devils or whatnot because she definitely need to be trying to uh, talk with Father God, you know, definitely or whatnot. Yeah. And, and that's what I that's what I noticed about her because anybody that's fr- scared to go talk to their Father God or whatnot, that's a they have a, a that's a big problem or whatnot. Well. That's yep. that's a that's nice input for her. If she's listening, mm-hmm. maybe she'll uh, maybe that'll help her. So, uh, so what do you think about? Uh, I was I seen you know the little Bud Light stuff where they had the uh, dude the transgender or whatnot doing a little 
the little commercial and stuff. Yeah, several weeks back we've talked about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they saying that the lady, the uh, the lady, which whatever she was, that basically okayed that to put him on the uh, basically a sponsor. Yeah, Alyssa Alyssa Heinerside, something like that. And she, I'm sure these, she's gotten gone through the ringer in terms of the because she's gotten a lot of publicity. And I think she was fired, right? Anyway, go ahead. What was what about her? Mm-hmm. Oh well, you know you know the saying and whatnot. They better. Uh, Get with the program that uh, Don, the Don started. You get woke, you go broke, or you go woke, you go broke. However you want to call it. Uh, she uh, she's going off of the statistical data that, like my grandparents and your grandparents and like our moms, they' supposed to be leaving the the eighteen year olds money when they die off or whatnot. <laughs> so she's thinking she's appealing to the next generation of Bud Light drinkers, because you know this younger generation, they all inclusive, they all right. cool with the LGBT community. So they basically trying to appeal appeal to the, the, the next generation of beer drinkers. But my thing is this, you made a, 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 a wrong decision, because uh, any and everybody knows this, you can be taken off a wheel within the, uh, the drop of a dime. So I could be expecting that my grandpa and grandmother was going to leave me some money or my mom is going to be leaving me some money. But, you know, you can pee the wrong way or say something that they don't like, especially with these liberals, and yeah. you will be taken out the out the wheel before you blink an eye. So Bud Light is wishing on the whale. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all doing the wrong analysis and whatnot, and y'all these uh, 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 immoral – generation coming up behind us, I can almost guarantee you uh, that their parents ain't going to be leaving them no money. They're going to more than likely be donating that money to JLP or Hake. So Bud Light needs to stop assuming that this next generation is getting that money or whatnot, and that's going to be their next, their next beer drinker. But I think uh, Anheuser-Busch is done for, just like Fox News is. Oh, interesting, man. Well, I appreciate that take. It's it is kind of interesting. She got uh, way out ahead of herself. I don't necessarily b- agree with the go woke, go broke line because uh-huh. because that's not necessarily the case. There's a lot of ill-gotten gains by promoting evil stuff, which is what woke means. It means supporting evil and lies, believing lies. But uh, But sometimes it is the case because the general population is not as far-left liberal. They are a little bit more conservative than the marketing world, which is the, you know, the, the very unchristian industries of commie, mm-hmm. cap, commie capitalism, these huge corporate culture things, uh, the mm-hmm. entertainment world, the mainstream media, politics, all that stuff is far more degenerate, at least openly so, than the uh, general populace. So... It, so check. Go ahead. So check this out. You remember? I think that was that John from Kentucky or whatnot who was saying when we were talking about the girls with the hair and stuff that that don't mean don't don't no man sit around and talk about girls. Oh yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> well for him for him to be a alleged Israelite or him to be the a tribe of Judah or any one of them twelve tribes, he don't know that females ain't supposed to be putting weave in their hair or whatnot. So of course. As us men, men being the leaders, you don't think that I'm going to tell the female Israelites and the 
any other females of the tribe of Judah or any other 12 tribes, they shouldn't be uh, putting anything on their head or whatnot as far as with weeds and stuff or wow. whatnot. And the males shouldn't be cutting their hair, cutting their beards, or uh, putting uh, clippers to their beards and stuff. Yeah, you ain't I, supposed to be doing none of that. I was not aware of that. So you have a full beard? Unclipped? Unclipped. I ain't had it shaved in a while, but I, I self-groom my stuff or whatnot. Do you, do you I my- so clippers, by clippers, that's the electric uh, cutters. Yeah. Do you, mm-hmm. do you, are you allowed to use scissors on your beard or anything? No, you ain't supposed to put none of that on you. So never, I, uh, never cut I, the beard at all? Let it just grow and grow and grow? No. How well, about, how about the mustache? I, I no, I, I mean, I got one, but I just, I, I pluck my stuff. I keep, cause I get blackheads and I get in grown hair. So I just self pluck. You'll see me playing with my face and with my okay. clean hands, clean hands. I did not, whatnot, I pictured, you know, for some reason, I pictured you clean shaven. All thoughts are lies, I guess. Yeah, I got a, I got a mild beard. Uh, got, I got a, like a little, it ain't, I ain't real hairy or nothing. I got oh, okay. a, uh, afro or whatnot, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> so yeah, uh, right. no, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't girl, that ain't for girl. Girl, dudes talk about girls' hair all the dang on time, especially if we the ones who's supposed to be attracted to them. Right. Fair point. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, thank yep. you, Art. Appreciate you, man. I'll catch you later, Gator. And we tell them we still rolling with Trump. Hey, hey, one more thing. Hey, one more thing, real quick. Uh huh. So, so uh, I heard scenes clip where Donald Trump was saying he cool with the uh, the transgenders going into the ba- female bathrooms and the devil was fighting. I'm like, man, why did Trump say that? I was mad. Uh-huh. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm already I might have jumped out the car with uh, Trump. I can't be rolling <laughs> with that. Yeah. Then I got to thinking, I got to thinking about a guy came to me said, nah. He said, already art, you sit there art wiser. I'm playing. Father God forgive me because he ain't tell me that. Uh, <laughs> he said. Uh, no, no, he Trump is right. You know what? If the liberals want all this stuff, you know the transgenders going into the bathroom, let them learn the hard way. Quit trying to save them. That's what jo- them that's, that's Joel's Joel Friday TV. I don't know if you caught his show yesterday, but that's his mindset: is let people suffer, accept them, and show love to them. Don't be disrespecting them. Uh, and that was an interesting point from Joel Friday and you. Interesting. Yeah, man. well. So- well, they gonna have. They gonna. I mean, it ain't gonna. It's an interesting, interesting point, but ain't nothing good gonna come out of it. But only thing when ain't nothing, don't nothing good come up out of it. I don't want to see nothing on the news where people talking about crying this and crying that. Oh, that transgender did this to a female in the bathroom or right. this something. No, I don't fear nothing about it because this is what y'all asked for. Just like the uh, border incident yeah. with the dude down there, Texas killing your five people. Right. If Joe Biden will never overturn the stuff that Trump said in place, a lot of these illegals and these uh, Mexicans wouldn't be over here in the first place. Just like if they want to start letting them come across the border in the first place, you wouldn't have a lot of these Mexicans and a lot of the problems that they bringing over here in the first place. We still run with Trump, and I'll catch you later, hey. Powerful point, Art. Appreciate you, man. Take care. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, he is right. And uh, I knew, I'm surprised that Art didn't know, but I, but I knew that Trump was for that stuff years ago. He said, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm fine with uh, Bruce Jenner. And Joel Friday feels personally that it's disrespectful to call him Bruce. He'll call him Caitlin because he wants to be called Caitlin. Or, and he wants to be called a she, I guess. But, uh, interesting show, Joel Friday TV. Check it out yesterday, Tuesdays, right after Hake. But, uh, yeah, years ago, even before the 2016 election, Trump said, oh, you know what? J- Jenner, I'll just call him Jenner, right? Or 
it or her. Not her. It's not a her. Uh, Bruce Jenner can go use uh, the women's bathroom in Trump Tower. He said that. So I knew that he was okay with the, you know, the transgenders. Shout out to the transgenders. I'm going to be debating about whether we should, uh, just by the way, I'm going to be debating about whether we should uh, affirm transgender identities on modern day debate. Okay? That's uh, tomorrow evening or afternoon, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 Eastern. Is the plan, anyway? Let me check. Let me see if it's already up. YouTube.com slash at modern day debate is the uh, schedule, as far as I know. Uh... I'm going to be debating against a, a young man whom I have not debated before. Anyway, guys, we are well past the top of the hour. I have uh, Tate Reeves as, uh, as uh, what's that guy's name? Clint Eastwood, you know that liberal. Yeah, he's a liberal. Actor. I have calls to get to. Kevin in New York, been on hold forever. Michael Ian Black, not a Christian, not for the Second Amendment, not for his fellow white people, um, and some other things. But now it is AAP, AAPI, <laughs> Heritage Month. And let's listen to Andy Lau, shall we? Yes, we shall. A couple of Andy Lau songs. This track is entitled Jen, Z-H-E-N, W-O-D-E, Feng, F-E-N-G. Sai. Um, really My Style. And it's from the album Really My Style by Andy Lau from the uh, 1991 out, 92 album Really My Style. Hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. It's Chinese. You can't be turned off by the lyrics because you can't understand them unless you're a Chinese. And I, this is probably Mandarin. Or, or is it Cantonese? I don't know. Anyway. Enjoy, press mute, or grin and bear it, or cover your ears, or go outside and plant your garden or harvest your crops, you musical Philistines, and I'll be right back for the rest of Hour 2 to your calls. Hang tight.
给冰雪掩盖，孤身继续在找爱。关心到如何是爱和被爱，然而让你共鸣，为何避开？潮流下你若然坚守，你仍然是你存在，求能共信共情。Isn't this nice? The lyrics are probably alpha. <laughs> 从来，那半世间给冰雪掩盖，孤身继续在找爱。前路就算似障碍赛，历尽艰辛总把头抬。背起笑声，收起我感慨，活出真我的风采。I like the guitar. Or string. DJ Anpa gives a diamond. More like Andy Lame instead of Andy Lau. James Anton Hank, you stink. I'm interrupting the solo. So good. Am I right? Yes, I am right. Thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful, beautiful Chinese music. Chinese boxer. Uh, got some super chats to read, and then I'll get to the calls. I got a call. I'm remiss in not getting to. I'm remiss. Is that a right word for it? Oops. Uh, not calls yet. Uh, over on. Kofi, K-O-F-I.com slash The Hague Report, based America First, gave a tip. The dishonorable, dishonorable, dumb Holland. And he calls her dumb. Shout out to the dumb people. Dumb means you can't talk. That's short for Deb. Deb Holland. Dishonorable, dumb Holland. First squaw. Indian squaw. Shout out to the Indian squaws. Appointed to U.S. Secretary of the Interior. Talk about the fox guarding the hen house. Or the hen guarding the fox house, because she's a female, right? Um, 
who knows nothing outside the reservation, <laughs> whoa, 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 uh, doesn't understand U.S. dependency on China, critical minerals, and thinks U.S. has too many jobs, maybe we can rely on the well-known Mexico to mining pop pipeline. Interesting. <laughs> Terrible. Deb Holland, H-A-A-L-A-N-D. Yeah, my introduction to her, she was a, she was elected and the first American Indian woman out of like New Mexico or Arizona or Utah or somewhere around one of those states. And she she was elected the same year, 2018, right? I think as Dan Crenshaw, based Dan Crenshaw. I use the term loosely, but at the time we liked him. I still like him, right? I think I still like him, I guess, right? Got my criticisms and disagreements, I think. Uh, She's all, Trump, because Trump was president at the time, wants to erase transgender people, make them invisible in the military, something like that, right? It was more, even more cringy than how I expressed it. So this is the normie, liberal, dumb, blind, brainwashed, woman-thinking woman. And by the way, I think she has, she was a single mother and living on welfare, maybe. There was different things about her. GLP made a meme about these women who were elected to Congress. Ilhan Omar was that year. Rashida Tlaib was that year, I think. Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib being the Muslim females. Not normal Americans. Not even American in the case of Rashida Tlaib. I mean, uh, Ilhan Omar. Rashida Tlaib is... uh, It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. So, yeah. uh, Dumb is a nice word for her. Dishonorable is a nice word for her. Thank you, based America first. (sighs) Yeah, she's Secretary of the Interior. Talk about an affirmative action hire. And I think that if you're going to be a secretary of one of these departments, that the Senate, which is supposed to be so based, no, nobody thinks that the Senate's based, has to uh, approve you. So the Senate approved this female, I think, because the Senate had to approve all of Trump's appointees. And so the rhinos in the Senate... I don't know if they were Republicans voted for her, but anyway, that's ridiculous. Thank you, Based America First. You can be sure that she's not doing right in that position. Uh, JC from Little Rock bought yet another coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash the Hague Report. I love that you didn't disavow the soulmate con- comment. I didn't know what you meant by it. I guess I can speculate what you mean. Whatever, man. Live your life. Oh, I am. Sort of. Uh, Hassan cracks me up being the quote-unquote musical expert. He didn't even know the difference between Lizzo, I call her Lizzo, and Megan Trainor. Well, because Lizzo, Lizzo, and Megan Trainor are two black females, and those black females, in Hassan's defense aren't the most remarkable, remarkable uh, musicians. Hat tip to Marky Mark, actor slash rapper, Marky Mark Wahlberg. Uh, That's my defense of Hassan. You want to defend yourself, Hassan? 
<laughs> he, he says, uh, you got it. <laughs> nice. Uh, and called Rent the Musical Trash. Rent the Musical Trash. Do you know what he's referring to, Hassan? Uh, called Rent the Musical Trash? I don't know. Oh, that's the that's the play that I saw at Pantages. Oh, that's funny. Yes. <laughs> Did you rent. were you calling it trash? I mean, were you calling the music aspect of it trash? No, I actually thought it was titled trash, but it's titled rent. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and the All guy right. is like Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> that's funny that he picked up and knew what what you were talking yeah. about. And Pantages is not cheap. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah. tell you that right now. Right. That's one of the <laughs> theaters up on Hollywood and Vine area, right? Yeah. I went. I worked at the Ricardo Montalban Theater uh, for a, a session in like 05 or so. Uh, interesting. Wow. Like, like, I can't even believe how much it was. <laughs> like, I'm looking back and I'm mad right now. Where did you spend like 70 bucks or something? N- more. Really? Yeah. 150? More. Whoa. And, you brought a and, date, right? Yeah. Okay. But, but just for and my ticket. And she was a pretty date. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. But my <laughs> high rent. <laughs> right. Uh, but just for my ticket, it was more than what you just said. Wow. That's how I'm like, <laughs> th- th- yeah. Uh, you could pay your rent with that rent uh, fee. Anyway. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, JC, thank you, Hassan. Yes, sir. For clarifying, I had no idea what he was talking about. Lastly, James, what was it like when you convinced Eve to take a bite of the apple? And how do you stay so wicked? He's calling me the serpent, the serpent who deceived Eve in the garden. How do you know it was an apple? It wasn't necessarily an apple, it was just a fruit, man. (laughs) And if you have any questions for me, I may call in tomorrow. I don't know if I have any questions for you. If, what, call in with your question or comment, if you like. <laughs> You're a grown man. And I may, be, I may be using the term loosely. You think sort of... Uh, you think sort of liberal, which is not very manly, JC from Little Rock. But thank you for uh, the edification in your knowledge <laughs> of, of uh, musicals. Uh I read DJ Onpaw's diamond saying more like Andy Lame instead of Andy Lau. James Anton, Hank, you stink! With a triple exclamation mark. Green underscore wall. Green wall with the diamond on dlive.tv slash the Hank Report. Did Beta Legs give me a diamond too? I don't see it. But anyway, uh, green wall with a diamond. Happy AAPI month to Hassan, who is West Asian. Parentheses West Asian. Oh. Hey, happy AAPI month, Hassan. Did you even know that? <laughs> I mean, some people do say that the Middle East is right. I uh, supposedly Asia. Your your predecessor, one of your earlier predecessors, Hassan. I mean, not Hassan. <laughs> your Hassan, one of your earlier predecessors, Andre, is Armenian, and so I would be like, "Oh, you're Asian," and he's like, "I'm not Asian. I'm I'm white and a little bit of Arab." <laughs> So, uh, okay. Yeah, who knows where wh- wh- what it really is? But I know it, it. You know. Yeah. It's mysterious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't pin them down. Thank you, Greenwall. And uh, over on 
Rumble, Rumble Rant, being enlightened till I rise. I'm taking too long. I need to get to Kevin in New York. Being enlightened till I rise with the Rumble Rant. Morning, Hake. Hope all is well. You should look into playing some Mongolian throat singing for one of your songs. Also, Jean-Pierre is a four on a good, on a good man, on a good day, maybe, a four. Would you agree, four? Since he brought up the numbering system. For what? Corinne Jean-Pierre. Four on a good day, I think is what he's saying. It's tough. I mean, it depends who he thinks 10 is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll leave it there. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Let me get to Kevin in New York. Been on hold forever. Kevin, thanks for calling and holding. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, Hey, How you doing? Doing fine. What good are all you right, doing? All right, all right. I'm sorry? You said you're doing good, which, it, which implies, according to proper grammar, that you're doing good works. I, I hope so. Okay. I hope so. You okay. know, if, if that includes working on myself, I'm all for it. Okay, nice. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> hey, the, this is completely off subject of what I even called in for, but, uh, man, if they ever cast a movie... Having to do with that that Star Wars uh, character, Cal uh, Kestis, I believe it's called. Uh, his name is. They need to uh, cast James Hake as that Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I disavow. I disavow Star Wars. Kelp Kestis. <laughs> Kelp with a K E L P. Kelp. Cal Cal Kestis. Cal C A L and then uh, Kestis with a K. Okay, Kel Kestis, Cameron Mongahan. Whoa, he looks similar to me, sort of, I guess. <laughs> sort of, yeah. <laughs> Vaguely. Cameron Riley M- Monaghan, American actor and model. Uh, known for his role as Ian Gallagher on the Showtime, blah, blah, blah. And he, p- he portrayed Cal Kestis in the action-adventure game Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and its sequel, Jedi Survivor. Okay. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but 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 yeah, I actually uh, called in to do a little bit of Bible content. I've talked to you before about this. Okay. But I, I feel I feel strongly that I need to tell other people about this uh, because of um, the importance of it. Um, not only reading the Bible, I know to do a little bit of Bible something. But uh, the Apocrypha as well. But to make clear, I'm not Catholic. I grew up uh, Baptist. Okay. So, um, but the, there's things littered all over the Bible that, that points to exactly that, in which you know how people under, uh, misunderstand God as uh, the Trinity and all that. Um, it really has to do with how I believe that God will give us three dispensations of Scripture um, that's actually pointing to the Trinity. Like the Old Testament is the Testament of the Father, New is the Testament of the Son, and the Apocrypha is the Testament of the Holy Spirit. Oh, you called me and told me that last time, right? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um I can go into a whole bunch of stuff. And so why that means, I, I does that, that mean way. they're all God? No, no, okay. only uh, the Father is God. Okay. Okay. 
Um, but when uh, you say the Trinity, that's what people think of is the three are, are, are one, meaning united, but they think that they're all God. No, that, that's a, a terrible misunderstanding of it and everything. Yeah. Um, I, I understand that even though that is listed as persons of heaven, uh-huh. uh, the supposed Godhead, Right, um, Godhead is that, that's just Godhead means one means the the Father. He's the head. Yeah, I, I like to think of it more of as a unity instead of uh, it's just that that Trinity. You know what I mean? Right. In which yeah. The Father just as his nature. Just as we're supposed to be one in Christ, and the husband and, yep, and wife absolutely. are supposed to be one flesh, or whatever that means, but one united. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yes, yes. Yeah, but um. Even feeding in uh, into more of what I was saying about how the the apocrypha should be read and even added to the Bible, and that it's pointing to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay, is um, I'm going to read this this part of the Bible. It's very brief. Okay, um, and there's a whole bunch of other things. But anyway, um, in Matthew 14, 45 and 46, um, he says. Is a parable from Jesus. Okay. He says, And the kingdom of heaven is likened to a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. Okay. Who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Now, out of that, that parable, it's safe to assume that anything that the merchant man was willing to sell all that he had for had to be worth more than what he had. Right. Um, what he was trying to buy. So, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That is not only an attestation to abandon one's worldly possession, but also uh, his or her theology, which would act as a hindrance to that end. Um, and, and even going right back to that parable that I just read, I mean, it's really significant to me because it's pointing to a wisdom that's greater than anything that words can say. Um, like, for example, I mean, Jesus, this being his, his own words, um, he thought it necessary to use a pearl as uh, the perfect example for this because, I mean... When we observe a pearl, it's usually the color white, which signifies purity. Uh-huh. Um, but the formation of a pearl happens within an oyster or a clam, and it happens over a long period of time, meaning that it's hidden, it's a right. secret. Right, okay. but, but even the word apocrypha is derived from a Greek word meaning hidden or secret. Yeah. Um, and see... You see where I'm going with this, because like so, like, like the even pearl of the great most, price is the is the apocrypha. It's it, it's only part of it. It's it's the apocrypha combined with the other testaments of the Father and the Son that we get through the uh, the Old and the New Testament. Okay. Okay, because I mean, but but the the revealing of the pearl had only happened after a long period of time. And and what I was about to say, I mean that that's kind of proof of 
like prophesying far into the future because even one of the most popular of the apocryphal books, the Book of Enoch, mm-hmm. uh, was obscure for a very, very long time, but wasn't rediscovered uh, until people knew that it was within the orthodoxy of the Ethiopian Church in 1773. You see? So, even though it remained obscure it's now widely known amongst people who are uh, researching what Bible scholars say. But people aren't. You know? People are more senseless than ever, even though we have more information and access to information and even some good information than ever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Isn't yes, that interesting? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why another parable is given to uh, dig. So you, you what, know, dig what's your point? You, you think treasure? that we should be? You think we should be? Getting into the apocrypha, in addition to the the regular Bible. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because for for me personally, it answers a lot of questions that I've been searching for just independently. Uh, okay. Questions that I've had such about, as such as like one important question that it answered or two. Um, what? Um, that man, that's a really good question. <laughs> How old are you, uh, if you don't mind my like answer? What, how old am I? You yeah, said? I forget. If you uh, thirty-six. Me. Okay, go ahead. What What was one example? If you have one. Um, one example is um, what was Jesus's childhood like? Because even when we start off in the New Testament, um, usually Jesus's um, preaching only begins there when he was around the age of thirty. Oh yeah, the, um, we only get a glimpse when he was twelve of staying back in Jerusalem. Like, Jesse, in the Jesse Lee Peterson show yesterday's uh, show, he read the passage about Jesus staying back and Mary being like, where were you? We were looking for you. Mary and Joseph were looking for him because they took him to Jerusalem and then they left Jerusalem and he stayed back and went and talked with the people at church or in the temple or whatever. And he was amazing them. And he's like, didn't you know I had to be about my father's business? What's that? He was sitting amongst doctors and lawyers and everything. Oh, you know, that, that's exactly it. There's I didn't a lot know they were more doctors and lawyers. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, th- there definitely was more than that. Um, I thought that it, it was like people in, in religious leaders in the temple who knew a bunch of stuff. Oh, yes, yes. So uh, yeah. where did you get that they were doctors and lawyers? Is that in the Apocrypha? Because I don't think that's in the regular Bible. Well, yeah, there was teachers of all kinds um, uh, sitting there listening to Jesus. You know, he he attracted even more of a crowd as because not only was he sitting there, but he was teaching them as a child. Well, twelve years old, you're not a child anymore, according to them, right? Oh yes, yes, yeah. That that's that's true. He was still under their rule. He he obeyed his parents still after that, but he was not. But as a twelve year old. Oh yes, yes. All right, but even younger than that. So you, he, so that was a pressing issue to know what Jesus was up to between between twelve and thirty, and between zero and twelve, or two two years um, and twelve. Yeah, just out of curiosity, you know. So it apocrypha is a lot good. Of other questions too. So apocrypha is good to satisfy the curiosity, but is it? Mm. Good for like not life? really. It's just things that have been left out, 
You know what I mean? Like, like for example, uh, what women out there uh, within the Apocrypha, I believe it's called uh, a single book by itself, the Gospel of uh, the Blessed Mother Mary, in which it talks about her childhood and, and her lifetime. And, and that so somebody wrote down. Is, so is somebody a, somebody purportedly wrote down her telling of what she went through as a kid. Mm-hmm, yes. Yes, and uh, even what she went through and what she did, you know, that's a perfect example of how women should be today. Oh, okay. Um, huh. You know, so so that's why, it, that's it's that type of stuff, why it's good to look into it and, and everything, you know. How'd you but, get into um, the, since you're a normal Christian, you weren't raised with the Apocrypha. Only Catholics have that. Right, how, that, that's a really, really tough question, you know. It's a tough and question, I've, how you got I've into been, it? Oh, I'm sorry. How did you get into it? Um, I I really don't know. Oh, okay. It's, it's You're a just really a curious man, and you've looked throughout your life for knowledge. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, it, it all uh, started with. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it all started with trying to work on myself and everything, and not have someone else lead me to believing. Just for the sake of believing and everything, because even within the Baptist uh, denomination that I grew up in, in New York, um, well, yeah, okay, um, yeah, uh, it, it was a ninety-nine percent black church, and uh, you know, oh, really? You know, <laughs> are you black or white? I'm black. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> you grew up with both parents. Yeah. Oh no, no! Uh, my my mother just raised me, and, and my grandparents. And then you had siblings too, or just by yourself? Three sisters. Older or younger? Two older and one younger. I would have predicted you had older sisters, because you seem like yeah. you, you, you're the way that you speak. Sounds yeah. like you. I don't know if it's too personal to say. Sounds like you lack a little bit of confidence. Mm. Mm. I, you know, I, I get that. I get that. You know, you get, you hear, it, it you hear, really was, you understand that? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, that, that's all part of what And a single mother kind of makes sense too. Single mother and then grandmother, yes. right? Yeah. Oh, yes. And I have forgiven my mother and my father. You know, I, I, no I talk to my father a lot. Oh, okay. You, you, know? you so they they were divorced, or they were never married, or something. They were divorced before I was born. Oh, okay. Whoa. It, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they were married when they had one of one or two of your sisters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Were they married when yep. when you were conceived? Must have been right. Uh, no. Oh no. So they no, were they divorced weren't. already, and then they and then they had the S word, and then had you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Basically. You know, it, it's right. a mess. It really is. <laughs> I, I laugh, but that's a what a life. So it's, yeah, it makes yeah, sense definitely. that you would have challenges, uh, like mm-hmm. with having con- total confidence and speaking with your chest like a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it sounds like you can. You know, there, it sounds like there's you're cap- a whole lot of you're physically capable of it. You don't sound effeminate. Don't don't take it that way. 
Shout out to the effeminate people. <laughs> you don't sound like oh, I hear you. <laughs> you, you don't sound like Biden EPA administrator affirmative action guy Michael Regan. You don't sound that bad. <laughs> you just sound uh, like a like a false humility or a timidity, which is you know, it is it is fake to be shy, but it is you kind of can't help it when you're uh, when you've been messed up by the mama. And sis and oh, older man, sisters. You got that right. Did the older sisters were they a, a pain? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, not not just them, but every every female in the household. Shoot. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> it, it was just like that. It, it was a lot of stuff that I had to overcome working on myself and all that. You know what I mean? But nice man. I, I just had to. Yeah, I, I had to just just drop it. You know what I'm saying? How'd you how'd you uh, hear? How long you been listening to JLP and Hake? Uh, I've been listening to JLP for about a little over two years, I believe. And uh, the Hake show, um, uh, a year, Okay, I'd say. Nice, man. What yeah. an honor. Appreciate hearing from you, Oh, yeah, you, man. definitely. So anyway, yeah, yeah, it's- uh, you wrap up your point because you wanted to, or go ahead, what, what you wanted to say. Oh, um. Yeah, it was it was just the whole Bible thumping thing that I was calling in for and everything, and, and that it's important to re- read the Apocrypha too because, like I said before, the early church fathers who, uh, who put the canon of the Bible together, mm-hmm. they took out these certain books for no good reason at all. It doesn't change anything that. that we already know. But yeah. prov- I'm sorry. I said I could believe that. I don't know if it's true or not, but anything is possible with human nature and experts and of officials and all these groups of people who make decisions about what's right and wrong, even, even going back to the early times of the church. The devil was busy. Yeah, yeah. And again, I don't know what the truth is, whether right or wrongness of various apocryphal things, but uh, spoiler well, yeah, alert and, said and, that and it was... To make it... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Um, to, to make it clear, it, it's not really fair, even though it sounds new to some people, it's not really fair to say that uh, these scriptures are new. It, it it fulfills prophecy of what has been talked about for a long time now, that the first will be last, the last will be first. And even those who are true sons of God will then realize not only that, but the new things are actually really old, and old things are new. Um, oh, yeah. Because the, the Apocrypha, even even the text itself have been incorrectly dated to going back to maybe 4th or 5th century, but there's all kinds of evidence saying that uh, some of the Apocryphal books, such as Enoch, mm-hmm. even uh, preceded New Testament documents. Now, because, uh... Some of the chat are saying it's not for no good reason. It's there are many good reasons why it was left out, according to them, and they don't really get into it because it's just a chat. But huh, obviously, just, people I, I, there's like going to be people out, out there who differ with you. Spoiler alert says reminder: the apocrypha was part of the King James Bible for 274 years, from 1611 until 1885, according to him. Wow. Uh, the oh, Apo- interesting. I didn't even know that. Space Cadet, who sure. I think disagrees with you about not for no reason that it was left out. It was not for no reason. There was reasons. 
And he, he may think that there were good reasons that it was left out. Space Cadet says the Apocrypha was not canonized, but is still included with Scripture because the stories are accurate in truth-telling, but not in historical facts. That's what he says. So it's good for telling the truth, but it's not meant for, it's not good for, like, those of us who take it and say, oh, this is history. It's not necessarily history. It may be, I don't know. Huh. It's, it's an interesting opinion. Yeah. I'd like to hear more of, more of their point of view, but, okay. I mean, shoot, like, even the most famous apocryphal book, the book of Enoch, like I said, like, where Enoch fits into the Bible is he's the uh, great, I believe, great-grandfather of Noah. Oh. And so when, is when he the one the who, content, who didn't die? He walked with God and then... Uh, yeah, that's right. And then yeah. he was no more or something like that, and then just God just took him? Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Interesting, man. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. It's mild. I say interesting. I use the term loosely because I'm not that interested in the Apocrypha, but I know that JLP has read some of this stuff. Like the book of Ecclesiasticus, not to be confused with the book of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiasticus is an apocryphal book, right? Do you know? Um, I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I really well, I don't assumed know. that it was. Because, yeah, because I, uh, my, my opinion is that there is no clear distinction between what is uh, canonical and apocryphal. Oh. You know? Because, I mean, all the denominations out there is, is just proof of exactly that. They that, pick and choose. They pick and choose what they arbitrary about what they choose. Right. Is, you know, what fits along their theological framework. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Kevin. Appreciate yeah. your call. Uh, you're an interesting young man. I use the term young uh, lo- loosely. You're 36 years old, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Hank. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk to you again sometime. All right. Do you wear glasses? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm tr- I pictured glasses. Satan didn't lie to me that time. <laughs> All right. Glasses, Take care, man. glasses with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you do have a beard. I didn't picture the beard. Satan lied to me. I pictured clean shit. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. But right, hey, Kevin. have a good one. All right. All right, you too. All right. Nice. Okay, guys, I got to get to this. I promised it. It is Tate Reeves, 2A governor from Mississippi. Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Is that where that they're going into Jackson and putting in Jim Crow, which I disavow? But it's not really Jim Crow. It's proper because the, the city doesn't know how to run itself. And so the state, the city, like black leadership or whatever, don't know how to run themselves, right? They're running themselves into the ground. So the state, the whites in the state of Mississippi are uh, taking over Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi. My caller... My caller, uh, to- not Tony, my good caller, the good caller, Rick from Hampton, Virginia, said, it's the capital of the state. The capital should be a tourist attraction. It shouldn't be unsafe. Well, somebody tell that to Washington, D.C., right? Washington, D.C. is a tourist attraction, but parts of it are not safe. High crime, very black. Uh, this guy's, I think he's a rhino, Tate Reeves. But this is a little funny clip. Clip 33. Uh, Team Tate Reeves tweeted this out. We're back. Hashtag MSGov. Mississippi governor, I guess. A little 12-second clip. I bleeped it. 
and I covered, I censored the, the pictures of guns for the, for the faint of heart and for the sake of my channel. I don't know, is, is YouTube so far gone that they will take down my channel for showing guns? <laughs> anyway, here it is. <laughs> it's not cussing, it's a gunshot. Uh, those are not cussing. That's from a, that's from a, uh, Clint Eastwood movie. If you were watching the video, it was very good quality, oh, I have the screenshot of the tweet. I, it's very good quality, uh, deep fake, putting Tate Reeves' face, this is a Clint Eastwood character, right? What's, what movie is this? Do you happen to know, Hassan? No, he didn't. Hassan and Haig, the two least cultured people in terms of uh, the entertainment world, <laughs> even though we're the most attached to the entertainment world. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the most attached. But, uh, yeah, and I censored the uh, gun because we are faint of heart. We censored the guns for the faint of heart. <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, bleeps were not cuss words. Just to clarify for you guys, I bleeped the the gunshots, because we don't like violence on the Hake Report. We disavow violence, except for when it's justified. <laughs> Hake speech says, I love the censoring. <laughs> At least somebody does. Nice. So yeah, Tate Reeves, I think he's... My impression of him is he's a rhino, but I just thought it was... would be cute to show it, because it was kind of funny, like, he's... he's being all social media-y. He's, he looks like he's a Gen Xer, but he's kind of a normie, cringy, Republican politician. If, even if he's not a rhino, he's probably more of a Republican. Need to Photoshop bananas in place of the guns, Hakester. <laughs> this is not a nice idea, but I only have iMovie, and iMovie is very limited. I, I do what I can with iMovie. One of the best movies of my childhood, says Space Cadet. Wow, how old, how old are you, Space Cadet? This is before my time. I was sheltered. It's not Poindexter. Somebody says, what movie is this? Anybody know? Nobody knows. I mean, somebody, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, says Tom Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, one of those westerns. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. You ever seen that movie? This Clean Eastwood movie's uh, Hassan? I'm familiar with the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a cool... That's just a classic meme, iconic. So good. Nice. Yeah. That's uh, Bill Lockwood's intro, because Bill Lockwood's a Western man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a Texan by way of Arizona. Shout out to Bill Lockwood. A based boomer. Do I use the term loosely? But, yeah, nice. Uh... Yeah, everybody's telling me now, good, bad, and the ugly. I'm a little slow. Let me tell you about somebody who does not like 2A. I do prefer Tate Reeves to this guy. I'm glad Tate Reeves is in charge of Mississippi. Better than this guy. Michael Ian Black. He has some tweets that I want to read to you guys for some reason. Michael Ian Black, not a Christian. He's like this comedian guy. You familiar with him at all, Hassan? I'm not. Okay. So he tweeted... He's a liberal. He said boys are broken. 
after one of these mass murders. And it's true, boys are broken. Oh, yeah, here's his Twitter bio. It's true, boys are broken, but he's saying that they need to be more emotional and if, and, or express their emotions. His Twitter says he's an alternative lifestyle guru and he has, like, gross, like, unicorns and rainbows in his bio header. He's a, he's, he has a Patreon. <laughs> he had this 1.8 million followers, by the way. He had this TV show that one of my, my unchristian, <laughs> oh, he's a Christian, Dylon, former de facto producer, Dylon, showed me a show with him and a couple of other guys that was kind of funny but weird. Michael Ian Black, comedian sort of a guy, actor sort of a guy, entertainment world, not a Christian, Jewish, I believe. So this guy, he tweeted out, very tired of, uh, he wants no more guns, very tired of, but what specific law would have prevented this shooting argument? Here's a law, no more guns. No more guns is what he tweeted. Uh, That is a few days ago, April 30th. That reminds me of my other unchristian atheist, former Christian, uh, debate opponent, uh, T-Jump. That's what he said, no more guns, or at least severely limit the number of guns. And then so he got some replies. Somebody said, uh, isn't there a law about murder or something? I don't know, who cares? If you really feel that way, stack up, homie. And that was a white guy, and he... And he quote tweets the white guy and screenshots his Twitter profile pic. You know, a young white male with glasses, skinny and nerdy and young looking. Not totally nerdy, but he has glasses, right? Says, stack up, homie. And so uh, Michael Ian Black says that to him, mocking him. Somebody says, tell me you hate minorities and women more. All gun laws are racist and sexist, not that you care. Says, hurt feelings. The hurt feelings replied to him. All gun laws are racist and sexist. Democrats are the real racist, says this cringy guy. But he's right that, uh, you know, the blacks need their Second Amendment to defend themselves against their fellow blacks who are uh, attacking them. And women, it's the great equalizer. A woman can take down a, a much larger man if she has a gun. That kung fu karate stuff doesn't really help the women all that much compared to guns. So, uh... So then Michael Ian Black tweets, So weird that the people most vocally supporting guns are flabby white dudes with dubious sunglasses choices. So he says, in response to this hurt feelings guy who says, You hate minorities and women. (laughs) Uh, And then so, like, the blacks were all... So he's mocking whites. And so the blacks, black females were like, Oh, I use guns too. You're, uh, why are you ignoring all the women who replied to you? Uh, I'm a couple of tweets down from that one uh go to the third one he's mocking the whites oh no 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 uh go to number three he's mocking the whites i guess there you go flabby white dudes with dubious so he's mocking the whites for supporting the second amendment and the whites are pointing out it's good for the blacks and women and hispanics to defend themselves against Bad hombres, bad hombres, who disproportionately commit rape and murder in their communities. So, uh, you know, and other people are saying, oh, 
colored stew guns too, and who cares? And then somebody pointed out, oh, Michael Ian Black. Oh, you can show that last one that you were showing. Michael Ian Black is like, oh, we sh- I would be fine if we only disarm men since they commit the vast majority of violence. So this guy's anti-white, anti-male, anti-man. And then he's also anti-racist because people point out that blacks commit uh, disproportionate violent crime. And so he's like, it's a racist. They showed a racist graph. The, uh, the pro-gun crowd has to do some soul searching. Give me a break, Michael Ian Black. You're lame. You're not a Christian. You're not a man. <laughs> and you're not even a normal white. Olivia Rondow pointed out that, that he's purportedly white, liberal, with so much self-hate, hate himself, his own demographic. But that's not his, they are not his demographic because he's not a normal white. He's not a Christian. So guys, this has been the Hague Report. Callers, I cannot get to you. Tony in California wanted to talk about the U.S. starting the drug border drug problem. I can believe that and we can end it too. Uh, here is the last track. This is Andy Lau. Go ahead and start it now, and we'll just—I'll just talk over it because we're late. So good, Andy Lau, guys. What is this one? World first class, or uh, what is it? She, she, day. Uh, this is so good. It's Taiwanese. It's a Taiwanese song. From the 1997 album, Love Notes Written in Bone Upon My Heart. First class in the world. So they're saying they're the best. Or maybe he's saying he's the best. From 1997. Enjoy, guys. Adios, America. Chinchu 我感情大海的风影
酒两甲饮，三不五时嘛来斗阵，若要讲大感情，我是世界第一等，是缘分是注定，好汉破梦来三支，唔惊风唔惊阴，有情有义的好兄弟，一杯酒两甲饮，三不五时嘛来斗阵。若要讲我感情，我是世界第一等，是缘分是注定，好汉破梦来三支，唔惊风唔惊雨，有情有义的好兄弟。短短的光阴，一拖就叹少年时，求名利无了事。千金难买好人生